0: Welcome, everybody. Isn't it great to have these ladies leading us? Uh, Just so fun. Thank you so, so much. Hey, today's reading is Psalm uh, chapter 20, and uh, we're just going to read the whole thing. It says, for the director of music, a psalm of David, may the Lord answer you, When you are in distress and may the name of the God of Jacob protect you and may he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion and may he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May he give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed and may we shout for joy over your victory and lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the Lord grant all your requests. Now this I know. The Lord gives victory to his anointed. He answers him from his heavenly sanctuary with the victorious power of his right hand. Some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we... We trust in the name of the Lord our God. And they are brought to their knees and fall, but we rise up and stand firm. Lord, give victory to the King. Answer us when we call. Lord, we just pray right now we call on your name and and we praise you who are worthy. And we just pray that right now you'd open your word to our minds, you'd open our hearts to your voice, that we might hear from you and be challenged and changed and we pray that as you, as you introduce this, this maybe unfamiliar spiritual practice to us today, that you would bless it in our lives as we bless others. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. Well, hey, good morning uh, again. If you're just joining us, we are partway through a study on the book of Psalms. Uh, we're calling it uh, Cries of the Heart. And it's a variety of psalms that we've selected that, that just kind of give us a taste of the, the breadth and the depth of that, that book of the psalms. And what we're trying to accomplish with it is similar to what we did with our prayer series back in the fall. And if you're with us uh, in the prayer series, we had a different sort of form of prayer, a different aspect of prayer each week. Sometimes it was prayer journaling, sometimes it was prayers of lament or prayers of confession, prayers of, for other people, uh, this kind of a thing. And the, the goal of it was to expand our vocabulary of prayer, expand what we know is possible to enrich and deepen our prayers. And the same way we're doing that with the book of Psalms, is we're trying to to, to, to branch out and to see different ways of praying, different ways of worshiping, different ways of coming before the Lord, different spiritual practices. And so we have a variety of Psalms represented. Last week, Uh, It it was a psalm of exuberant praise, right? So we brought in our specialist exuberant praiser, Leo, and he led us in dancing before the Lord Ghana style. It was super fun, so enjoyable. And you guys all did better than apparently they showed the the video of me in the parking lot. Is that true? When when you first came in? Uh, Todd's in trouble. Um, but, but, But that's exuberant praise, and we practiced that. Um, today, this is a psalm of blessing. And so we're going to actually have a time at the end. We're going to practice that a little bit. Uh, what does it mean, a song of blessing? But first, I just want to explore how do we normally use this word? Because I think we're going to use it differently today than what's, what's normal. Throw out for me, how do you normally, if you ever use the word bless or blessing, what would be a context that you might say that word? Anybody? Somebody sneezes. Yes, if somebody sneezes, you say, God bless you. Absolutely. What else? Why, why might you use the word bless? In an email? Okay, blessings. Oh, yeah, blessings at the end of email, like love or blessings. Yeah, okay. What else? Before a meal. Oh, Lord, bless this food to our body. Uh, Lord, I'm eating a Big Mac and a chocolate shake, but bless it and turn it into a kale smoothie. Right? Uh, we, do, we do this kind of a blessing, maybe. Um, you, anybody, anybody ever, um, maybe, some, maybe some guys in the room, you ever uh, do the traditional practice if you want to marry a woman and so you go to the parents and you ask their, their blessing? Anybody do that? It can be a terrifying experience, right? You're asking for, for a blessing there uh, on this choice. Sometimes we say, uh, count your blessings, you know? When we think of blessings, as anything good God has done for you? That's another way to use blessing. Before I lived here... I lived in Jacksonville, Florida, which is, which is part of the Deep South. And in the Deep South, they have another use for the word blessing. It's a way to, uh, what's that? Bless your, heart. bless your heart. Okay, we've got a Southern girl here. Okay, so what you do, bless your heart, what that means is it's a way to, to just brutally insult someone, but make it sound like a compliment, <laughs> right? That girl cannot cook, bless her heart we like, bless that child's little heart. He's a moron, you know? This is the kind of thing that is said, but it sounds like a compliment. It sounds like, oh, bless her heart, you know? It's like a way to dismiss people in a holy way, okay? All right, that's not what we mean by blessing today, okay? Uh, when we say uh, uh, blessing today, it's something very, very uh, different. Uh, it's a, the ancient biblical practice of speaking a blessing, and it goes back, I mean, even to the, to the very beginning, has origins even to God who, who speaks a word and he speaks the creation into being. Let there be light and there is light. It goes back to the the patriarchs in middle of genesis with abraham isaac and jacob speaking blessings over their children and passing on the blessings of god and in genesis 12 blessing abraham that he might be a blessing there's a there's a speaking of a word of blessing that's passed on and it contains contains power in it there's this uh, common theme in the Bible of words having power. You see it all through Proverbs. You see it in the Book of James, is teaching about about the word, the words that we say having actual power to them, and they can set the world afire, or they can heal wounds, they can build up and give life, or they can take it away. That words have power. And in a, in a similar way, that just a, a blessing is a, is a powerful word that you would speak to someone, but it's something more than just an encouraging word or a well-wishing. It's actually prayerful, but not a prayer. So a, a blessing is prayerful in that you're speaking words and you're invoking the power of God to bring them to pass, but it's not a prayer. So let me talk about the difference between a prayer and a blessing. So a prayer is addressed to God. Think about when you pray, what are the first words out of your mouth? What's the first words out of your mouth when you pray? Dear God, or Lord, or Heavenly Father. It's like writing a letter and you said, okay, this is who I'm speaking to. Dear God, we say, right? That's because in a prayer, we're addressing God. Anytime in a prayer you say the word you, which is the second person pronoun? Anytime you say you, it corresponds to God. Okay, a blessing is different than that. A blessing, you're not speaking to God, you're speaking to a person. So anytime there's a blessing that says you, it's not God, it's the person that you're speaking the blessing to. But what makes it a blessing, you're speaking it to a person, but you are actually calling upon the power of God to bring something to pass into a person's life. So maybe a way to think about it would be, um, William, can you be my volunteer for a second? I know that's why you sat in the front. Come here, come here, come here for a second. All right. All right. All right. Don't worry. I'm not going to make you do karate like I did with Scott Boyd that one time. Okay. All right, so you might imagine something like this. Let's say William uh, shares something with me, and I'm like, hey, man, can I pray for you? Okay, if I'm gonna pray for you, I might put my hand on your shoulder, and I, I probably wouldn't do this, but you can kind of metaphorically imagine that I'm lifting up the other hand to God, and as I'm praying, it's like I'm trying to bring the two together. And but, but where are my eyes well, I might look up to God. Oh God, would you, would you come and, and, and work in William's life? Or I might kind of bow my head, but I'm kind of imagining I'm praying to God. I'm trying, oh God, I'm trying to bring the two together. Does that make sense? When you're praying. Very similar, when a blessing, you can still imagine my hand might still be on your shoulder. I'm still kind of reaching up to God and I'm wanting to bring you and God together. But now I'm looking at you and I'm saying, you know, may the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May, may God like, you know, come in and bring the healing in your life that you need. Does that make sense, right? And so I'm speaking a blessing to you. It's always done uh, slowly, deliberately, with, with, with care and concern. And, it's, and it's, it's a sort of taking the thing that's deep within me, my, 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 my deepest well-wishing for you, and I'm speaking that to you and calling upon the power of God to come and bring it to pass. All right, thanks, Ben. Thank you. So that's a blessing, right? A little bit different... Than a prayer. And I think that many of us in this room would be a whole lot more familiar with the prayer for somebody than the speaking uh, of a blessing. But I think that that's what makes it so worthwhile for us to to explore this today. What I want to do in order is I want to first take Psalm 20 and explore the context of Psalm 20, how the blessing functioned in its original context and meaning. And then I'm going to... The next piece is going to be exploring how might we use this practice, this ancient practice of biblical blessing uh, in, our spirit, in our lives and our relationships with other people. And at the end, I'm going to give you a chance to practice. Make sense? Okay, so we're going to look at Psalm chapter 20. Now, again, there's a lot of different kinds of blessings in the Old Testament. Parents to children, priests over the people. Psalm 20... Is actually a uh, a blessing that's designed to be said by the people of God over a king, as the king prepares to lead them in battle. Okay, so you got to imagine that uh, all the people are—they've got their armor on, they've got their, their their spears and their and their shields, and they've got their equipment and their packs of food, wherever they're going out, and they're about to head out the city gates and head out into a battle to defend. Their land against some invading army. Before they do, they pause and they speak these words of blessing to the king who's going to be leading them. And it's a belief that, hey, their successes are going to rise or fall with the king's success, who's going to be their general on the battlefield. So let's just take it a little piece at a time. First of all, just a little note. You'll note, if you look in your Bible, the very beginning it says, for the director of music, meaning this is a song, this is, there was originally like a tune to it that it would be sung. And then it says a Psalm of David. So just one little note there, there is some debate in biblical scholarship about what does of David mean. Most of us, a lot of times we read it, we interpret it to mean that it's written by David. And uh, we know a number of psalms are written by King David himself. It may mean that uh, other scholars think it was written a little bit later, but that it's uh, that of David means something a little bit different than by David. So it could mean um, it could mean that it's written with David in mind, that it's written in the style of David, that's written in the tradition of David, or that it's written for David. So any of those are possibilities or written by David himself. But in any case of its uh, uh, origin, the purpose and the original use of it was that the people of God would speak this directly to the king as the king prepares to lead them onto the battlefield. Maybe they've gathered on the temple or maybe they just do this right there on the battlefield itself. And so you'll notice that the you... Here is not God. The you is the king. Let's look at it again. Verse 1. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. So it's, it's invoking the power of God. Like you, you're, you're heading out there. But you're not going to be alone. The power of God is going to be there with you. And God is going to be your protection. And it's calling upon God to be the defender, to be the helper, to grant the victory. And it's speaking this into the heart and the soul of the king. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. And just a little note there, sometimes verses like this get picked and taken out of context and just put on a card and just used for for some really bad theology. I don't think when it says the desires of your heart that they were imagining Ferraris or beach houses in Fiji. Uh, What they're imagining is, hey, our success rise and fall based on what's happening with the king. The king's heart is aligned with the heart of God. The king's job is to protect, and to provide for all the people of the land. And so, and so the plans that you have to protect the people this day, the plans you have to provide for the people, may God grant you success in that. So then verse five, it switches over to may we. So it's a blessing of may you, may you, may you. But now it's like, and, and, and then after this battle, may we shout for joy over your victory. May we shout for joy over your victory. Lift up our banners in the name of our God. We want to celebrate the victory that God is going to give you. And what God's about to do through you, we want to just celebrate and we're going to party. May, may it be that way. Because they know if there's, a, if there's a defeat, what's going to be us mourning the loss and the death of our loved ones and the, and the shattering of the national well-being. It's like, oh no, may, may, we, may we shout in victory. So this is the the blessing piece. It's like, may may this come to pass. There's a little bit of a shift there as they're preparing the king for battle. And the next few verses are not technically a blessing, but they're a reminder. They're a claiming of truth. We know this to be true, king. And as you go into this battlefield, I need you to remember this. And they say, now this I know, in verse 6. The Lord gives victory to his anointed. He answers him from his heavenly sanctuary with victorious power of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we we trust in the name of the Lord our God. And they are brought to their knees and fall, but we rise up and stand firm. It says, some trust in chariots and horses. Again, remember the context. This is preparing for battle. And chariots and horses are the high technology of the day. These are the most powerful weapons available to these armies 3,000 years ago, right? If an army has horses and chariots, they can steamroll over the infantry, break them apart, shatter them for the ground troops to come in and win the day. And many of the kings they might be going against have horses and chariots, and maybe more so than what they have. And they trust in that, and they feel safe because of that. But it says, here's what we know to be true as the people of God. It's not about horses. It's not about chariots. It's not about wealth or worldly power or high technology or powerful weapons. It's about the Lord. And the Lord is our protection they know that horses can die and chariots can break, but the Lord will never fail, as that song that we sung a minute ago. It's easy for us to trust in things less than God, isn't it? Have you ever trusted in something less than God? You trusted in modern medicine, in the economy, in the strength of the US dollar, in low gas prices. Tesla stock. We trust in so many things that are less than God. And it's reminding the people of God, reminding the king, that's not us, that's not who we are. We're the people that trust in God. So when you go into the battle, go armed in that. And then there's this last last verse, which is the one verse which is truly a prayer because it's addressed to God. Verse 9, it says, Lord, or like, dear God, right? It says, Lord, Give victory to the king. Answer us when we call. So you've got some verses of blessing. Oh, may God God bless you and give you victory. There's a a calling on a truth, a reminder. This is who we know to be true about God and and, and what we know to be true about us is who we are in God. And at the end, it's like, oh, Lord, (laughs) give us victory. Uh, Help us and support him. Now, what do you think that might be the result of uh, of saying this blessing, saying the psalm over the king as the king prepares to go out uh, to lead them in battle. What might be? How, how might you feel if you're the king and you and you're like? How might you, first of all? How might you feel if you're the general about to lead everyone out into army uh, into the battle uh, before the blessing? A little afraid, a little scared, a little nervous. Like I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm the guy for this. Right. Uh, but then they speak this courage into you, right? It's a, it's, there's, a, there's a speaking, this, this, this blessing and this power of God, and it's something more than a, than a, than a kind of a speech before a football game, right? It's like, let's go out there and get them. It's, it's something about, about truth, reminding of this is what's true, this is who you are, this is who God is, and now may God lead you and protect you. It's like speaking the power of God into the life and the situation, there's power, power, power in these words. So how might this work in our lives? You ever, I don't know if you ever, have you ever had someone speak a blessing to you. Uh, I do this at the end of worship services when we do the benediction, and I, say, and, I, and I kind of speak that. But I wonder, outside of the church setting, have you ever had somebody do this? Well, when might it work? When might be a, a proper context be why you would want to speak a blessing over somebody? I think the context where we might use a blessing are, are the same context in which we just fervently find ourselves wanting to pray. I can think of a lot of moments uh, in my life as a parent that lead me to fervent prayer. Uh, I remember times in which my, um, my kids, for example, have been in like a play and uh, in a drama performance. And I heard them practicing at home and forgetting their lines and uh, over and over again, forgetting their lines. And then, then you, you, you know, they practice, but you get to the day where the actual performance is there and the moment's coming where they're going to say their line. You're like, oh God, <laughs> help them remember their line. Oh Lord. You're like trying to speak the words into them for them. I can think of uh, when they're playing in a sports game. I remember watching my daughter, Hannah, she was playing on a school basketball team. When she take a shot, I'm like, oh God, if I, if, if I could get my soul to direct the ball into the basket. I would do that. But fortunately, she could do that herself. The first day of school, on the first day of school, when they're heading out to go to their first day of school, I'm like, oh, oh, God, defend them from the boys. (laughs) You know, oh, from the bullies. Oh, new friends. Oh, good teachers. Oh, you just just have such well-wishing for them. Oh, God, may it go well with them. Or my family members, when my family members have gone in for like surgery or like thinking about my mother going in for like a knee replacement or or something like that, I'm like, oh God, oh, please, 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 may it go well, May, may she wake up and be well. You guys have all had situations like this, right? And so we pray for people that we love, particularly these tense moments where we're like, oh God, please, 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 please. Those are the same moments in which it's an option available to you that you could also speak a blessing over the person. If you have that kind of relationship where they would receive it, uh, you can't do it without authorization. <laughs> but you say, hey, you know, uh, they talked about blessing at my church, uh, whatever, I, I wanna, can, I, can, I, can I just kind of say a blessing for you? And that's an option that you, you could, in those moments, just as you would pray for them, you could, you could look them in the eye and you could speak the blessing, the prayer, and you, and you speak. You, you, you slow yourself down. You give them your full undivided attention, the full gift of your presence, so that there's nothing in the world that sort of matters to you at all except for that person and you and God in that moment. And you just speak into their lives your deepest longing for their good. And you call upon the power of God to come and bring it to pass. Dallas Willard, in his book, uh, Living in Christ's Presence, uh, speaks about this idea of giving a blessing. And he says this, Blessing is the projection of good into the life of another. It isn't just words. It's the actual putting forth of your will for the good of another person. It always involves God, because when you will the good of another person, you realize only God is capable of bringing that. You can bless someone when you will their good under the invocation of God. You invoke or you invite God on their behalf to support the good that you will for them. This is the nature of blessing. It's what we are to receive from God and then give to another person. I think... Renee, you can go ahead and bring them in now. We, I want to actually invite our kids to come in and join us. So we've got our elementary students are going to come in, and we're going to continue to explore this idea of blessing with them, and I'll kind of catch them up a little bit, and then you're going to have an opportunity to practice saying a blessing over these kids. So you guys come on in. Welcome. You guys can come on in, sit on the stage. Okay, I'm going to use this red mic. If you can get that one going for me. All right, we got a bunch of kids. There's more room over here on the stairs over here. Welcome, kids. How are you doing today? Church, are you happy to see them? All right. Here we got we got more room on these stairs. If you guys can uh, you guys can bring some of them over to this side. So, all right, kids, I have a question for you. How many of you have already started school this year? All right, and then how many of you are starting school this next week? Wow, so both of you. Okay, tomorrow is your first day of school. What grade? What grade? Going to be in fifth grade, first day of fifth grade tomorrow. Okay, so raise your hand if you can tell me how do you feel on the first day of school? Yeah.
1: Excited. Okay, say again. Excited. Excited,
0: that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, how do you feel?
1: Nervous.
0: Nervous. Yeah. Good.
1: Like it's gonna be an awesome day.
0: Okay. Great. How do you feel?
1: Apprehensive.
0: Apprehensive. Nervous. Apprehensive. Dylan, are you just doing? Oh, that's bunny ears. Doing bunny ears. I thought I was raising your hand. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel on the first day of school? Scared. Scared. Yeah. Junior. Fine. Okay.
1: Um. Uh. Helping others.
0: Oh, that's a great thing to do on the first day of school, to helping others. Okay, now let me ask you this question. If you feel nervous or scared or apprehensive on the first day of school, what is it that you feel nervous or scared or apprehensive or worried about? What might you, yeah?
1: Too much homework.
0: Yeah, (laughs) too much homework, yeah. Everything. Everything, yeah, 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 yeah. Left with people I don't know. Yeah, left with people that you don't know. What if you don't know? How many of you worry that maybe you won't know anyone in your class? Anybody? Really? That was like a whole big deal for me. How many of you worry that your teacher will be mean? Okay. All right. How many of you are worried you won't be able to find your classroom? Okay. There's a few. Okay. So there's a lot of different things that you worry about right on the first day. That's kind of big deal. But you know what? I think that it's going to go well for you. And one reason I know that, for those of you who haven't gone yet, God is going to be with you. And God loves you. And God is watching out for you. Okay? And in just a minute, I'm going to invite the congregation. We're going to say a blessing, which is kind of like a prayer. And we're going to say it over you for your beginning of your school year. Does that sound good? But first, I want to kind of help you understand what a blessing is. And my daughter, Abigail, is going to help me demonstrate. So Abigail, come over here with me so you guys can see. Here, you face face me, Abby. Okay, remember how we're not going to be all... Okay, okay. Okay, all right. Uh, she liked last week dancing around. Okay, so we're going to help uh, demonstrate. This is a practice that we've started to do in my family. A friend of mine... Uh, Pastor Jen taught us this a few years ago, and we have been doing it in our family. It's been really cool. So who knows what a prayer is, first of all? What's a prayer? Yeah, what's a prayer?
1: Uh, a prayer is when you talk to God.
0: Yeah, so when you talk to God, and maybe you might pray for somebody. So if I'm praying for Abby, I might I might say, oh God, please bless Abby. But a blessing is different. A blessing is I'm gonna say it to Abby inviting God to work in her life. So here's how it works, guys. I want to show this to you. And then parents, this is something you might want to try with your kids later on uh, tonight. We do this a lot of times at bedtime, where at bedtime we we, we, we read, we pray, uh, we kind of talk a little bit, and then sometimes we do a blessing. And so it's it usually involves eye contact where you look at the person, they're going to bless and touch. You could put your hand on their shoulder, what we like to do is we make the sign of the cross on the forehead. So we make a little cross like this and we say something like, may God bless you and keep you all through the night. Right? Or may you know that you're loved by God and by me and this family. Something like this that we say that's that's asking God to come in and, and do this thing for them. And then Abigail, she started to do that also. She likes to give blessings. So she's gonna show you how you... If you want a bedtime, how many of you, your, your parents tuck you in at night? Anybody, your, your parents come in? How many of you, sorry, maybe don't use that word. How many of you, your parents say goodnight to you every night? A lot of you, others of you, what do you do? You just say, go upstairs. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> go upstairs with a frozen pizza and a television. No, I don't know, I'm just kidding. Okay, but a lot of, okay, probably a lot of your parents come and say goodnight to you. So here's something that you could do with your parents, okay? So, okay, Abigail, you're going to show them how do they do 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 a blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you, and may he make his face to shine down upon you and be gracious to you. And may you know that you're loved by God and by me and by all of our family. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. She also has this little thing where she wiggles my nose at the end, but I told her she's not allowed to do that. Uh, not allowed to do that in church. So, uh, but, so that's something that you can do. It's a really sweet thing that your parents can do with you and that you can do with them. It's just speaking God's blessing uh, over each other. You could even do it with your friends. Okay, but, our, but our, we are just so much, we're rooting for you. Some of you who started school last week, some of you who start school next week, and we're, as your church family, we think about you and we want everything to go so well. So we want to say a blessing over you. Does that sound good? Okay, I want to invite you all to stand up. And congregation, you're going to stand up. And a lot of you probably got the little card. Raise your hand if you got the card on your way in that has uh, sample blessings on it. I want you to turn to the side that has blessing on an elementary student. I think it'll come up on the screen also. So you can read off the screen or you can read it Um, off the card, I want you to just reach out one hand forward like you're you're blessing these kids. Well, kids, you guys don't have to put your hand because you're going to receive the blessing. So these guys are going to say this over you. And this is the blessing. This is what we want God to do in your life this year. Okay, congregation, are you ready? All right, here we go. May you be filled with hope and wonder as you begin this new school year. May the God who loves you calm all your worries as you trust in him. May he defend you from all harm. May he grant you wonderful new friends and teachers to uplift you. May you learn and grow and flourish. And may you bring joy and encouragement to your classmates. The Lord be with you this year. Awesome. Okay, Renee, where are you? you go Okay.
1: Okay, so the kids have a surprise for you guys they would like to give you guys a blessing. So are you guys ready? Go ahead. You and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, we're gonna let the kids head back over to their area and then parents you can pick them up after the service. Kids, thank you so much for joining us. Awesome. Okay, congregation, we'll invite you to sit. We're not done practicing, we got a couple more things, so everyone can sit, except for we have a lot of students in this room, this was our elementary students, but we have other students in the room, uh, junior high, high school, college, so I think you guys are going to come back up, and if if you're in junior high school, college, would you stand? If you're studying anything, grad school it could be, if you are studying, go ahead and stand up, and we're going to also say a blessing over you So this is a blessing for students. And so congregation, we're going to invite you all to speak this blessing over all of our students. Can we call it up on the screen? So awesome. Right where you got, you guys can stand right there. And then the band, they're going to stand here because they're going to sing after this. So, so, okay. Are you guys ready? So students, you're going to receive this and we're going to speak it over you. You guys ready? Okay. May the Lord bless you as you begin this new school year. May he defend you from all harm. May the Lord open your hearts and your minds to new friends, new teachers, and new experiences. May the Lord equip you with wisdom, curiosity, and courage as you navigate the complexities of being a student. May he surround you with his spirit and a community of people to support you. And may you be anchored solidly in his word and love, amen. Thanks students, you guys can can be seated.
1: So now the youth or us will be leading you in a blessing uh, for those involved in education or who work at a school, like whether that may be being a teacher, a homeschool teacher, a principal, whatever that may look like for you, we just invite you to stand up right now and online. You could stand in your room I guess. Um, so educators this is for you so if you please read with me may the God of wisdom guide you and empower you this year may God grant you compassionate hearts creative minds and limitless patience may God comfort your feet after long hours of standing and sustain your voice through long hours of teaching may God give you endurance focus And energy. May you be an ambassador of wisdom, knowledge, and truth to the glory of God. Amen.
0: So I invite you, those are just some samples of what you can do. Also on the card are some uh, scriptural blessings or Psalm 20. Just want to invite you to, to consider this as a practice that you could just wish well and bless the people around you, your family members, your friends, your neighbors. Uh, may we, we be a church that speaks blessings uh, over one another. Would you pray with me? Lord, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you so much for the blessing that you pour out on us. May we be people that bless others. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I just want to remind you that every week we have uh, uh, people that will pray for you at our prayer team, and they'll be standing right over here, and uh, they have a little. Little badges on, it says prayer team, and you can come to them and they will pray for you uh, about anything. I bet if you ask them, they'd even give you a blessing today. Uh, and then over here, uh, we have uh, Sue with the big sign, intro to Christ community. Some of you are new. One thing we've been uh, finding, we have new people coming every week. That's really fun. And some of you might be wondering, what is this church all about uh, well, this is just a, a seven-ish minute meeting uh, over here with me, and I'll just give you a sense of kind of the church values and some things that we really care about, and just love to love to meet you. So, if you're kind of uh, on the newer side, uh, come join us for just for a, a quick little gathering. We'd love to have you there. Uh, and now, uh, receive this blessing. And now, may the love of God and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forever. Amen.